this Burnley season preview edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com forward slash Patreon. Welcome everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. And we are carrying on our 20-team preview uh, for the Premier League season, which starts in six days' time. Holy shit, it's exciting. Uh, joining us first off uh, is Mr Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. Evening, Malcolm. How are you doing? I am very well, Barry. Uh, we haven't done this much on the shows, but I am going to hand you the floor because uh, it's the opening day of the EFL season. We did a EFL show the other night uh, where we gave out a few futures, but then we gave out some picks. We gave out uh, a couple of picks each for the card this afternoon, Baz, and you absolutely murdered everything. So go on, give yourself 30 seconds and tell Thanks, us what you Bob. did. I wasn't going to mention it. Um, oh, way I. Yeah, we did pick a couple of picks, a couple of bankers and a couple of uh, outsiders. And I picked Wigan 9-2 to beat uh, Derby away from home. One. Uh, I tipped MK Dons away from home at 9-2 to beat Wrexham. One. Uh, and I tipped Barnsley to score two or more goals was the third one. Um, and they won 7-0. Uh, 60-1, that treble coming at Malcolm. Uh, so I put that out on Twitter earlier on. Absolutely smashed it. Great to get a first. Um, you know, I was looking forward to the AFL. I sat and watched Soccer Saturday on one TV. I had Newcastle on the laptop watching Friendly against Fiorentina. Uh, but uh, nice to just tick a few winners off to start the uh, season off. So I'm uh, very good. Yeah, there you go. So um, if any Burnley fans are coming to us um, new for the first time to consume a little bit of Burnley Premier League content, uh, you can find us wherever you found us now. Uh Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, Premier League Gambling Podcast, on Twitter at SGPN Premier, and YouTube is Premier League Gambling Podcast. We do uh, two or three shows a week. We'll do a pick show for the Premier League games. Um, we'll cover the EFL, the um, European stuff, any international breaks, uh, just a general bit of silliness, and we give out some things that we fancy. And occasionally, uh, Basel throughout the odd 60-1 winner. So we don't do that every week, but um, fantastic. However, the reason we're here tonight is we are six days away from the start of the Premier League season and uh, on match day one, the Friday night game is Burnley against Manchester City uh, and we've been dying to do some Burnley chat. Um, in the interest of honesty, we did this last week with Nathan uh, and between us, I think you all know how capable I am at work in the computer and that. We completely messed it up. Um, so when Nathan says stuff, we're all going to pretend to be surprised by us. Yeah. We're going to go, ooh, ah, oh, even though we've heard it again. <laughs> but it's uh, Mr. Nathan Rogers. So, hey, Nathan, thank you for coming back because that's entirely problem. our fault. We're hopeless. Um, but yeah, first of all, tell us uh, you about your p- podcast, uh, where we can find the Turfcast. Um, and then you've been to the been to the game today, haven't you? You've been to see some friendly action. No, no, I, di- I didn't go. It was in uh, it was in Germany. <laughs> oh, sorry. Bit, yeah. No, no, it's all right. I'd have loved to have gone. To be honest, it would have been an amazing. But let's like say I'm a I'm a, a new newish dad, so it's uh, dad life at the minute. So you know, yeah, I don't get nice. to go to them them European friendlies. But yeah, we're um, Turfcast podcast, uh, like dedicated Burnley uh, channel. 
Um, yeah, find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Or, you know, search for Turfcast. It'll it'll pop up there. So we've got loads of good good content coming up and uh, exciting content as well. Oh, brilliant. Thanks. Uh, like I say, thanks for uh, coming and doing this again. Um, no we're even more excited actually than the last time we spoke because it was a couple of weeks away. Uh, yeah. And now we're, we're sort of under under seven days. So Burnley are one of the more interesting teams to do a preview on. Um, mm. Again, there's a, there's a few teams kind of, you know what to expect. It's like, are they going to finish 14th or 15th? Well, Burnley have all manner of possibilities open to them mm. at the moment. Um, first of all, Nathan, just tell us about last season, like just from a fan's point of view, 101 yeah. points, 87 goals. You've got the brave new world under Vincent Company. It's not the Burnley that we know that yeah. disappeared out of the Premier League. Um, so they're coming back with this new identity. I mean, it must just be a whole shit ton of fun. Oh, yeah. Last season were just it was one of the best seasons I've seen um, as a Burnley fan. It, it were it were almost almost I say perfect in a perfect season if we'd have got that points record and gone down as the best side in the championship in history it'd have just been perfect you know we had a new swashbuckling style of play we were battering teams you know minus a couple of hiccups here and there against like Sheffield United and um, QPR and whatnot but you know we beat beat our main rivals Rovers twice and then won the league at their patch back end of the season which again from a Burnley point of view is you know it don't get you know it doesn't get much sweeter than that not only beating them on their patch but actually winning the title that night you know it was pretty special and then to go on and get 101 points it were as near a perfect a season as you could have got for a Burnley fan to be honest with you and um, yeah one one we won't forget in a hurry I don't think I mean, essentially, yeah, so you, that uh, that win against Blackburn, you could also say cost them a playoff place as well, didn't it? Yeah, potentially. They yeah. only missed out by a point at the end of it, so. Yeah, I think they made their own bed and uh, made their own mess that season. I think they, uh, yeah, <laughs> let's say I'm black uh, better. <laughs> Baz, we've uh, on a lot of these shows we've talked about uh, our relationship with the team that we're covering. I haven't got much on Burnley really. Uh, they haven't annoyed me an awful lot. I can't remember us battering them an awful lot. There's no sort of big standout four all draws or anything mad like that. So, yeah, um, and I'm just looking forward to them. I think Burnley have definitely got a place in the league. I'd much rather they were there than a couple of the other smaller teams that we've talked about. But um, Mm. I don't know, as much as we hate everyone, I'm really struggling for a reason to hate Burnley at the minute, Baz. (laughs) No, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Burnley this year. I like company as well. Um, I mean, as you say, there's no no real reason down the road for us to have ever... uh, had any beef with, with Burnley, but uh, mm. clubs have got quite a bit in common in terms of players, haven't they? We've got we've got Nick Pope, Trippier, yeah. and Jeff Hendrick on our books. <laughs> if, if you fancy him back, um, Super, yeah. I, I know we'll obviously Chris Jeff. Wood we had from from Burnley. Yeah, uh, you, you just picked up Townsend. Is he signed now? Obviously, he's former former Newcastle. It's still, he's still not signed yet. I've, we're hearing a couple of rumours that it's not going to go ahead for medical reasons and whatnot but he has played a few friendlies but that is looking like it's sort of dragging on a little bit now so um, yeah it's sort of unknown to what's happening with Andros Townsend at the minute it's a bit of a funny one doesn't go through you can have Jeff Hendrick pick up his 80 grand a week wage bill or whatever he's on if if Jeff can get 80 grand then there's hope for all of us to get a decent whack in as a professional footballer isn't there Um, speaking of of, of players um, Transfer market. You've made a few signings. Uh, yeah. uh, first of all, I want to mention yeah, the Burnley social media team, Twitter. They love their old Twitter player reveals, don't they? Yeah, we. I, I don't know. They started doing it like 18 months ago. And 
I think they, they sort of tried one as a, oh, we'll just give it a go, something a bit out there and funny, and it sort of stuck, and everyone sort of loves it now, and it's they're sort of quite infamous now, the people expect yeah, I mean, the levels to go up, yeah, and I'm enjoying those, them, they're good fun. Have, you know, the, the big player reveals used to be reserved for for the big, big signs, yeah. and you do something special. Burnley just do it for yeah. everyone now. Yeah, uh, I like... As Inc, Usual Suspect, like, yeah. and various other ones. I like the... I, yeah, I saw the Usual Suspects one. Who, who did the Teletubbies one? Was that Burnley as well? Yeah, that were... Um... That was for our new new lad Ziki Amduni. Yeah, yeah tell that was incredible. The, don't ask me about the reference or the links. You know, when no. they, I, I, they, they did start off where they like linked them into the film. Like they did the Nathan Teller one last season. They did the Generation Game, and it was like you know him sat on the table and going, "Oh, an umbrella." Or here's a <laughs> telephone, you know, and it, it linked to them. And, whereas now they're just I remember that one now. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, now they're just chucking in random films, or whatever. They did a new one for the Luca Corleo show that we've signed from Espanol. That was good. That was like an Italian job reference. He's an Italian under nineteen, and yeah, I'd like the. You know, it, it's nice to see they're not taking themselves too seriously. You know, it's every, there's too much scrutiny to be so professional and on point these yeah. days. And I think they're just having a bit of fun, which is good. I don't mind it. It's good numbers for socials. Know, then how are you feeling about the business you've done so far? Really positive, you know. Yeah, really positive. Uh, like I say, we we had a good summer last summer where we had to obviously rebuild from dropping into the championship. Um, and we've sort of followed that on again with another similar type of summer of signing um, unknown players, younger, young upcoming players, but throwing in a few experienced heads in there as well. Um, so, you know, getting Nathan Redmond in was a good, solid signing for us. That's a good... You know, experienced head, um, and on a free as well. Like, say he's he's only twenty nine. I thought he was like thirty six. <laughs> you know, he's been playing football for that long. He just twenty nine. Wow. I know it's nuts. That yeah, I thought he was a lot, lot older than that. So yeah, hopefully he can bring in a bit of experience. And um, yeah, it's exciting. You know, say so we're it's hard to keep track of all these signings because it's not like we're plucking players from Championship League One or other people like we used to do. Now we're, having, we're looking at like the Belgian second division and I'm not going to sit here, even though I'm a you know podcaster content creator, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, he's mint this play. I'm I'm a lot of the times going, who the f- is this? I'm gonna have to, and then I'm Googling for a couple of hours and finding out who he is. But they've not let us down with the signings they've brought in and... If they continue to keep the doing, they, like I said, they've not given us a reason to doubt the signing. So, anyone they're bringing in, unknown or not, I'm positive about them because they seem to make them stick and work. We talked about this the other day about mm. uh, you know when you do sign players that you probably haven't heard of, you go on YouTube and you'll you know you'll yeah. get a fan on Twitter who will make this 30 second clip and can make anybody look absolutely can, amazing, yeah. and then. I think it was a Man U show we talked about, you know, Man United fans will pull up a clip of Ho- Hoyland who they've yeah. just signed and make him look like a star. And then a Liverpool fan will just reply with 30 seconds of him looking like an absolute yeah. donkey. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's not always easy trying to uh, do your no. research or your YouTube research. Yeah. Like, we just got to trust them. We, they've not let us down yet with some like, like Mamo Benson and um, Anna Zorori. Like, again, never heard of them, you know. <laughs> Almar Akdel from Sweden, never heard of him, but they've come in and they've done a job. So and until that sort of stops happening, the players they bring in are turning into absolute duffers, then I'm just going to have to back them and just, you know, like I say, hope they do the business. Uh, yeah, we'll get, we'll get into the numbers and try and make some picks mm. uh, once I've told you about our uh, Patreon page. Uh, join us in fighting the good fight against uh, the corporate gambling. Um, the Patreon, you'll get exclusive access to loads of contests, including the NFL win totals contest, uh, with the, that's got a $1,000 first place prize. Uh, the SUP Stories podcast, 
the Ad Free Uncensored show highlighting the best stories from being DGENs, uh, the Discord channel, and all our links to all our content and pics, which always go out for free everywhere. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. So obviously we're trying to make a few picks here, but it's it's extrapolating last season's form into what's going to happen in the Premier League, which is a difficult thing to do. Um, and so in, in terms of patterns and trends, it, it's hard to, to bring one forward into the other. Burnley only lost three games last season. Mm. Uh, the home and away form were both excellent, as you'd expect from a team that finished on 101 points. He scored lots of home goals, um, mm. 2.13 goals per game. Went on a mad run um, between October and February, where they won 14 of 15 games. But that is really hard to evaluate. So obviously we know Vincent Company um, is the, the style of football he's going to play. But just how do they set up? I mean, is it going to be Kevin Keegan style 4-3 every week? Or mm. are they grinding out? Are they going to be strong at the back? What's the, the general pattern of a, of a Burnley game going to look like every week next year, Nathan? Yeah, it's hard to... It's hard to sort of predict. It's sort of a, a cop-out answer, but it, it's hard to predict because I did feel at times the last season, the championship, the the, the competition we're coming up against. I thought the standard wasn't there. I thought there, there's a big discrepancy in like the top end of the championship towards the bottom, and you know we were sort of, you know, we were just, you know, we weren't battering teams every week, you know, massive numbers, but we were just playing them off the park. You know, it'd be two 0 but we'd have the ball for eighty percent of the game. You know, we just kept the ball off them, and we weren't getting much, you know resistance off teams a lot of the time they just sort of let us play they were so scared of trying to get the ball back off us so in in the Premier it's going to be quite a mixed bag I think you'll see us I think you'll see us take a couple of batterings I really do I think you know some of the big teams will give us a good shellacking because it's just the naivety of this young team and Vincent as a manager you know I'm not going to sit here and <laughs> pretend like we're going to you know come in and storm the league I think we're going to get a couple of beatings off a few big teams but I think we'll probably take the game to a lot of a lot of teams. I think we'll keep the ball well. Um, we'll move the ball around well. We'll be very, very possession heavy, which is something of a complete stark contrast from what you guys or like fan, other fans of the Premier League would have seen of Burnley in the past. It used to be quite direct and very forceful and very specific, whereas now I think it's going to be quite patient and calm and... We're going to keep the ball a lot. We're going to try and build up play a bit more and then, you know, have quick, strong counter-attacks. And, um, and yeah, I think we're going to catch a lot of teams out as well. I think they're going to, we're going to surprise a few this year. Uh, looking at the, the odds, um, I was just going to win there, Malcolm. You, you, well, mentioned, on, Baz. Um, mm. you mentioned getting the odd hammering. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming last year you played Man City in the Cup. Yeah. Um, and, and got on the the wrong end of a six 0 I mean, there's there's never any shame no, getting no. On the end of that result to, to no. Man City. Anyway, plenty of teams have done it. Yeah. But you open the season against Man City this this year, um, and I was looking. You've got Man City first, and then yeah. no games second week because the Luton game's been postponed due to their ground not being ready, yeah. which isn't ideal. I think for you, is it? Having having such a tough start, then a blank week. Yeah, and it looks like a really difficult run. You've got yeah. Spurs, Forest, and then Man United, Newcastle, Chelsea. Yeah, coming up in the next six, big, big, tough start for you. And that that gap second week just looks horrible for you. I think. Yeah, I, I, the old Burnley fan in me sort of expected Luton away first away game of the season, their first home game at Kenilworth Road. I just thought, yeah, we're getting beat there. That's just written all over, you know. Like it, it's just going to be one nil to Luton or whatever. So. Um, 
there, there was a mention that the fixtures would be reversed, but the Burnley have declined that from our side. They've said, no, we'll let them re... Because we don't want to be going to Luton back end of the season, you know, winter... Yeah. Um, you know when they're potentially going to be in and around where we are, so they've actually you know turned, they've said no to that. So um, yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Cause it might give the lads a chance to reset after the City game because it it could go two ways. The City game, I think, we're either going to get an absolute pounding off City because they're going to be all guns blazing, want to make a statement, or we're going to we're going to get that magical result. I think night at Turf Moor, opening day of the season. You've got the whole Vincent against Man City thing. You've got a new swashbuckling style of Burnley. You've got City treble winners. Still might be a bit hungover and a bit, you know, disjointed a little bit with a few departures. And funny things happen at Turf Moor at night, you know. And, uh, it's a strange old place sometimes. It catches some teams out. So I'm uh, the eternal optimist is thinking we might just maybe nick something on that Friday night. I mean, just to bring you back down to earth, I did look at the head-to-head against City. <laughs> yeah, um, your, last, your last five matches against... Um, Man City yeah. um, you've, you've lost five without scoring yeah. a goal um, and conceded 17 I think you can go back further seven 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 in a row you're 25 yeah. nil down in the last seven head to heads with Man City <laughs> yeah um, but you know, you're right you never know We've I, had, I remember yeah. Brentford's first season in the Premier League they were the Friday night game against yeah. Arsenal turned up and shocked everyone yeah. um, and it's exactly that situation as you see yeah we do Burnley do like a little opening day of the season or like you know first welcome back. We like a little scalp. You know we tend we have done well against the the previous champions. Um, we beat United when they won the league the first year back when we were in the Prem. We beat Leicester the year after they won the Prem. We beat Chelsea after they won the Prem a few times. So like there's some you know there's some little signs. Um, you know, we have beat City at home before in a couple of good games. Vincent Company actually played in that one nil defeat when they, they came to us on a on a wet, horrible night at, at Turf Moor. So, um, yeah, I would rule. I mean, the bookies obviously swear heavily against us, which is rightly so because they are an absolute juggernaut. And yeah, but the summit. Would, would, would you rather play City? Early in the season, yeah, hundred percent. Or in the last couple of months yeah. of the season, where I mean, fo- yeah. form tells you, yeah, form tells you that you want to hit them, you want to get them early, don't you? You want to get it out of the way. Yeah. I mean, Newcastle done that last year, unlucky not to beat them at St James. Yeah, end up with that three-three and a really entertaining game. Um, but again, that it had that game of being played in mm. April May time. Yeah, it, it, we wouldn't have got that result. You doubt, but uh, yeah, it's better, certainly better taking them on early on. Yeah. That game next week, you just it's it's hard to explain to someone who's like a non-footballing fan or a non-English footballing fan why you think Burnley can turn up and get a result because I think the same as you. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's the Friday night thing and people say, well, what difference does it matter if it's light or dark? Is it makes yeah, a massive difference, you know? <laughs> because uh, funny enough, Pat, so Moonaf, I do a oh, this this is an American network, Nathan, and I, yeah. I do the MLB show. As you see, I've got the MLB jumper. Nice. Uh, Moonaf, who just showed me, messaged me half an hour ago. Um, I've got the message right in front of us, actually. Uh, 6.43 tonight, so yeah, uh, 39 minutes ago, and it says, what am I missing on Manchester City? Minus one and a half goals next week. Mm. So he's just looking at this as in Burnley, a team he's never heard of against Manchester City, yeah, a team he's heard of winning a million nil every week, and he can't get his head around why Man City aren't going to turn up and batter them. And mm. I don't really know what to say to him because I'm going to say, well, the floodlights will be on. Yeah. And uh, people, people like Nathan are going to be there five yeah, miles yeah. in in a frenzy exactly. rage. Exactly. Like, and it's hard to quantify that to someone who's sitting in Houston, Texas, yeah. 
like just wanting to put $20 on Man City to battle you, like so. Yeah. Uh, but I 100%. I've got a pick for um, Friday night's game, actually, Baz. I'm going to go off script and, and do that in a little while um, because <laughs> it's the week of the season, so why not? Um, overall for the season, Burnley are 1,000 to 1 to win the league. Uh, top four finishes 150 to 1. Top six is 33 to 1. Uh, the top half, 9 to 2. Uh, then the bottom half finishes one to eight minus eight hundred to be relegated. They are three to one to stay up. Uh, the bookies do fancy them to stay up mm. two to nine minus four fifty. Uh, Twelve to one to finish dead last, and on the handicap they're getting a forty-seven point head start. Um, in my little league table, I think this might have even changed since the uh, <laughs> the first false recording, Nathan. I've got them. <laughs> I had them down in 16th. I've actually sneaked them up a couple of places. Yeah. Um, West Ham have sl- slumped down one and Palace are heading in the wrong direction as well for me. Um, so 47 points isn't enough on the handicap. Um, but I've got Burnley finishing above West Ham mm. and that's a really nice price. It's 15 to 8 plus 187. So not a kick in the arse off 2 to 1. I think West Ham are in a world of pain uh, and Burnley can get them. Um so, yeah, that would be my one pick. Uh, Baz, have you got any picks before we let Nathan give us the good stuff? I mean, I've I've got Burnley staying up comfortably, same as you. I think I've got them staying up without much of a sweat as well. I think I've got them about 13th hmm. in my table. I think they can be certainly the best of the promoted sides. Yeah. But obviously the books agree with that as well. Um, but I'd also take them to finish not just above Lutons and Sheffield United. I think they can finish above teams like Wolves, yeah. Everton, Bournemouth. Um, and similar to Malcolm, I've taken them to finish above a side, and I've gone with Wolves. I think that I, I'm I'm low on Wolves, whereas Malcolm yeah. thinks Wolves might be okay. I think they're in a bit of a mess at the moment. Yeah, um, so I'm taking them. It's around even money um, for Burnley to finish above Wolves. Was the pick for me, Malcolm? Okay, nice. Uh, Nathan, did you have a little look around uh, yeah. a couple of markets and find anything? Yeah, I did. I like the Wolves Wolves pick. That was a good pick. So they're in a bit of disarray at the minute. There, yeah. <laughs> sort of having a bit of a chaotic summer. But I do. I'm going to probably pop the bear and stalk the fire and go for that Sean Dash narrative and uh, go for Burnley to finish above Everton at five to yes. six. I think there's, a, there's an underlying summit it was, there. It was brilliant last week when he gave yeah. it. It was brilliant again. We're <laughs> getting stuck right again. into Everton. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. No, I, think, yeah, I, think, I love that. Yeah. I like that. And what was the price for our top half finish, Malcolm? It was uh, nine to two it was. Yeah, I, I, I like yeah. that. Yeah, I did like that. Um, I mean, because I, th- I think from ninth upwards, I, I reckon I-, I can name the nine Yeah, teams. you can, yeah. Tenth down to 15th could be any yeah. one of six, seven teams, whatever. Yeah. Um, so nine to two is not, it's not, it's not something that would put me no. off. Like it's anybody, that 10th, 10th place is up for grabs for anyone. It was yeah, Brentford yeah. last year. It could be Burnley this year. It could be Wolves, yeah. Palace. The, West Ham. Yeah, um, the season, the season will end with, sort of that that bunch of teams with like five, six points between them only. It won't be won't be a massive gap between sort of tenth and fifteenth. It'll be very tight. So it will be it'll make a nice entertaining end of the season, won't it, for who, yeah, who grabs absolutely. that tenth spot, I think. And if we finish tenth I'll be happy. If we finish, you know, sixteenth I'll be happy. That's so happy, you know. I mean you looked at it last last year it was ninth place was fifty nine points. There was all there was a seven point mm. gap then down to tenth. Yeah. And then it was massive, another seven-point gap down to 11th. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I still think 10th's there to play for. It was Fulham, actually, who finished. Yeah, Brentford and Fulham in the, in yeah. the top 10 last year. There's no mm. way, no reason why Burnley can't yeah. break into that. No. Um, 
I'm interested to get your thoughts on uh, Sheffield United and Luton because yeah. obviously the two teams that we haven't seen a lot of, you know, mainly watching the Premier League last yeah. year. Um, I'm interested. How do you think they'll do? Yeah, Luton are an interesting one because the only two sort of experiences I've had against them last season, I say I, but when we watched them last season, we, we absolutely we, we battered them both times, to be honest. We're not in a massive scoreline, but, you know, we did play them off the park and they, to be honest, took me out. They took me by surprise when they even got, you know, when they kept, they just kept staying in the playoffs throughout the season. It was just like, oh God, they're still there, they're still there. And then they got to the playoff set final, thought, you know, they, so they really took us, took me by surprise. But, Again, I just think there's something magical about that whole thing that's happening, you know. And a lot of people are writing them off. Um, I think they'll be, I think they'll be there or thereabouts scraping it towards the end of the season, Luke. And I do think they might just have something with that kennel or thought. I think that 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 ground is not a nice place to be, um, and I think they'll, um, I think they'll catch a lot of teams out there. Um, it's not a, not an easy place to go and play football by any means. So I do think that'll help get them, you know, get the points that they need to creep up that table a little bit. And I do think they might actually stay up now after the more I think about it, <laughs> the more, the more. Yeah, um, I mean, we had um, we had a guest on. We had our Luton show last week. We had yeah. uh, the Luton International podcast on, and I think me and Malcolm were more optimistic for the season than he yeah. was. Yeah, he seems very much like true. happy to be there. Yeah, um, whatever happens, happens. Um, exactly. I think yeah. You know, they're not expecting to spend much money. I think yeah. the legacy for them will be the new stadium that'll come from, yeah. from having the money coming from the Premier League. So I think it's very much a case of what will be will be from them. But I, I still think, I think you're, you're right, they're going to be yeah. in the relegation mix. But I, I think they could edge it. I, I think, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you've only got to finish better than three teams um, and it's there's potential there for three teams yeah, to be worse. Agree. Do you think Sheffield United will finish below Luton? I do, I do think... The one I've got down is... Yeah, down, but... I do think Sheffield United will go down. I think, um, yeah, I, th- I think they just have a tough season. I really do. They, they were just just behind us. I say just behind us. They were quite a way behind us towards the end of the season. But yeah, they've lost key players. They've lost Billy Sharp. They've lost the he called now. He's just gone to and yeah and die. They've lost him. They've not got Diallo back on loan. Was he on loan? No, it's Sunderland that one. Sorry, I correct myself there. Uh, but yeah, I just think that they're gonna. It's going to be for a bit of a bit of a difficult season for them, um, and I don't think they'll be able to get the results that they need early on to sort of give them a bit of a you know bit of a boost sort of thing as they go forward. So yeah, I have got them to go down, unfortunately, and not the Chef United followers won't like me see me saying that. <laughs> uh, Nathan, who's going to top score for Burnley next season? Oh, um, I put you right on the spot. Yeah, I know he's right on the spot. It's a difficult one to answer that at the minute because we're sort of. We are in a bit of a transitional period over the summer. I don't want to hear that. I want an no, answer. I want the I correct know. answer. <laughs> it's odd to know because the, the, the goals come from all over the pitch. So, you know, we've lost our top goal scorer from last year in Nathan Teller. It, it's still very much up in the air whether he's going to come back or he not. He banged one in last night, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Did he so just? the hashtag free teller was yeah, my yeah. algorithm. Because we spoke to you, <laughs> yeah. my algorithm, I had free teller all over my timeline last week, nonstop. I know. Well, we, <laughs> Well, yeah, I can't say too much on it, but we were contacted by some people close to the club and asked us to sort of jump on the back of it and tweet some stuff. Oh, out. really? So, yeah. <laughs> so, from our understanding, it made us believe that you know it was very close, and yeah. I've not heard anything otherwise to suggest it isn't close. You know, I've just not heard anything on the other end to say that it is close. You know what I mean? We've not heard it isn't or it is. So, 
we just went along with it. A bit of fun, and it sort of riled up Southampton fans. And there's this weird online rivalry between us yeah, okay. now. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, don't want to step on too many toes with that one now. I mean, but you I still do haven't answered it. the question yet. I know I've shirked around that like a politician, and <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I think just, um, this this market wasn't up last week when we no. spoke, so uh, now it is. I was just hoping you would yeah. fire up one name. Uh, I think and we could get involved. Yeah, I think Lyle Foster is looking likely. I think he's going to be playing in that number nine position. Um, I think he's going to have a better season than he did last season. He's favoured him quite a lot in the pre-season friendlies and he's looked sharp. He's looked a better player than when he arrived. So, yeah, I think Lyle Foster's he's looking... He's not even on the list. Is he not on the list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might, right up, might be hidden. I'm doing, I'm doing yeah. his favourite two to one. Rodriguez, 9-2. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm doing he'll probably take a while to settle because he's new to the league, new to the system. And I think Rodriguez yeah, yeah. Won't, won't get as much time as he needs to get the goals because I think he's probably towards the back end of his time at the you know in his playing career at the top level so I, I, I'd like Lyle Foster um, I think he's it, it might be it might be a long price because he had such a he came January last season he's took a long time to settle he had visa issues coming from South Africa um, being from South Africa sorry um, so it's took him a long time to settle as a player and as a person so I think he's looked good over the summer so I'm uh, a little bit excited for him Beckham's going to move on. He's still there at the moment, isn't he? He he won't be at the. He will not be a Burnley player by the end of the transfer window. Yeah, I, I sort of did that. He was linked with a move to Roma this afternoon. Yes. While yeah. you've been out and about, Nathan. Sure. Yeah, no, um, I saw that. Yeah, that's a very odd move for me. I yeah, think. unless the Mar- Mourinho and the nets like, up and stuff. I do hope that there's going to be a Roma documentary because about Vegas to Mourinho <laughs> is going to be a boxing match. You know, they will. Oh, yeah, that'll be fascinating to watch. So that's, <laughs> that's the end brilliant. of that saga from us anyway, thank God. Um, we're going to do some FPL stuff uh, yep. in a second, throw out some Burnley players. Um, I've got one pick for next week. I'm not, we haven't done this yet, but uh, next Friday, Burnley against Manchester City. Um, Burnley to score the first goal is 130. Uh, blistering start, mad panic, seven minutes in, but 1-0, uh, your man Foster's going to score. Burnley Take to score it. first is 130. That's my... Uh, my early pick for next week. Um, Underdog Fantasy is one of our favourite sponsors here, the NFL season, uh, right around the corner. Underdog Picking is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL markets. Uh, loads of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests. Uh, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania for first place is $3 million. Head to underdogfantasy.com, use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Uh, Premier League, uh, fantasy-wise, we do have a listener league up and running. Um, any uh, any Burnley fans who've stumbled across this, come and play. Um, we've got some money up for grabs. We've got 150 quid in cash. We've got some merch in the store. We've got the Egg in a Cup Cup. You can't put a price on the glory. Uh, the league um, code is CVVQAB. That's Cork, Vigaroo, Vigaroo, Quattro, Adebola, Bayer. Um, <laughs> there's no expert in the start with a Q. We've really struggled with Qs the last few days, Nathan. Even knows I've changed yeah. my tactic. Uh, Vigaroo's the reserve goalkeeper, Buzz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in case you were wondering. So that's CVV, QAB. Now, looking down this Burnley list of players, there is not one priced at more than five million, or five and a half, sorry. Oh, that includes Card Carthor, so we can put a line through him. <laughs> but 11 players are going to run out that pitch for Burnley yep. next week. Opportunity is there for somebody. Um, 
Nathan, I've already got one in my team still. I haven't moved him out from when you told me to put him in last week. Uh, so who are your men for next uh, for yeah. next season, fantasy-wise? I think my first one is Jordan Bayer, centre-half. Yeah, uh, there he is. Yeah, he's he's in. good. I'm a massive Jordan Bauer. Jordan Bayer fan. He's the, the Burnley Beckham Bayer, as we all call him now. Um, yeah, he's just good. He's solid on the ball. He's strong in the tackle. He, he gets about the pitch for a centre-half. Um, he pops up with a couple of you know headers at the back post, so you, you might get a couple of goals out of him over the season. Um, you might get a couple, you know, you'll get the, probably get the clean sheets against, if you rotate him more, you get a couple of clean sheets against the sort of more evenly matched teams to Burnley. So I think, um, yeah, he's a good pick and his value will increase towards the middle of the season. So if you're a player, a person that likes to sort of build your squad value up over the season, I think Bayer will get you another mil, mil and a half, I think, out of his value going forward. Nice. And then uh, the other end, the goals and assists, where are they coming from? Um, I think we'll go for Anna Saruri. I think he is going to be, he's going to feature a lot more than, my other pick was going to be Manuel Benson, but I think they're sort of protecting his game time. He's not sort of fully fit yet. So I think he might be a bit of a wasted pick towards the start, but Saruri will be the um, the more consistent performer. And he's, he's very good on the wing, cutting in and having shots and then going down the other side and getting a cross in and, um, let's say with, with Lyle Foster on the other end of that it, it, there could be a nice you know if you fancy it there could be a nice one and two to have in your team uh, uh, a Zaruri and a Foster pick in there if you wanted to go all out Burnley but I'm, I'm struggling to take Harland out at the minute I'm such a sheep so <laughs> um, <laughs> but no <laughs> we, we talked about Harland last night with him City one, and you just have to take him yeah, you, you, you have to yeah, you, you just, just have to look at it as £86 million to spend on 14 years <laughs> exactly um, exactly and in around him I mean, I was interested to get your thoughts because yeah. there wasn't anyone who jumped off the page no. for me from Burnley. But as Malcolm says, there's going to be players who will emerge from Burnley who yeah. are getting the yeah. points and getting on them early is, is key because yeah. they will be cheap. You know, there's not they a will. defender in the team who's who's more than four and a half million. No. I was interested to see if you had any fullbacks who might be bombing down yeah. and crosses in. But you've mentioned Bayer as a centre half who can yeah. get on the end of them, which is which yeah. is going to that Bayer's four million. So yeah, it's a bargain place for a defender yeah. who's playing games, I assume, and you just put him on your bench, and when yeah, it, yeah. you know when it looks like a good fixture for Burnley, mm. you chuck him in. Absolutely, and as you say, yeah. if he's playing regularly at four million, his price will go up. Yeah, um, he will. He will be. He's a mainstay at our centre half. He, he's sort of the main centre half, and then the other side, the other centre half, sort of up is the changeable one. He's the sort of linchpin in all that. So as long as he's fit and healthy, he'll be starting in them pretty much every game. And you mentioned fullbacks. I, I do like the look of Connor Roberts. Um, he's got the ability to sort of get down the wing. Um, he likes to link up with Zaruri. So again, if you wanted to sort of double up on that side, if you didn't fancy Bayer, that might be quite profitable. And you know, you can play them passes into Zaruri, and you know, you might get a few assist, double assist and, and goals off them too. But yeah, Connor Roberts is good for an assist. Some of our American listeners will love that because that's a, that's an all-out tactic for NFL yeah. fantasy football, and it you pay your quarterback, yeah, stack, them up. Yeah, stack, them, yeah. stack them up like that. So yeah. yeah. Um, see whether yeah. that takes anyone to fancy. But, uh, as I say, it wasn't anyone really jumped out for me, but I'll no. definitely put a couple of them on the watch list. And yeah. um, like, like, a, jump, jump like I said earlier, like it's hard to predict because we're signing these, especially these new lads coming in. That you know, we've got a new lad called Luca Coleosho that you know your American listeners probably know because he's flirting around the American football system. 
Um, but it might he's looked amazing, but he might start the Premier League and look absolutely terrible. But it, it might be the other way around. He might just have an amazing season. So it, we're st- as a Burnley fan, we're still in the unknown as much as most other fans as well. We're just it's a new level of Premier League. It's a different game from the Championship. So I, that's why I sort of I always tend to leave the betting until the second week for me. I always want to see how that first sort of week goes. I'm sort of a cop out with that and I like to sort of watch and be a bit more strategic. So that's why my, my FPL picks are a little bit like that. I'm a bit cautious with the first week FPL picks. So Yeah, that's no way yeah. to carry on Nathan at all. Get on there. See, first you have to score next week, Burnley, and then you can have a little <laughs> war chest for the week after. Exactly. Um, oh, I think that's everything covered. Yeah. Baz, do you have anything else you need to grill Nathan about before we let him get on with this no, Saturday night? nothing from me. I mean, just to thank Nathan for coming yeah. on yet again for a second time. <laughs> no, I loved um, it. So good, really, I want to do it twice. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, really appreciate it. It's been really good insight. Yeah. Um, so I'm really glad you, you came back and done it all again for us. And um, so good luck for the season. Thank I'm you. genuinely looking forward to seeing how Burnley get on. Um, and wishes well for the season ahead. Yeah. What's the uh, What's the pre-match ritual next Friday night? What time are you going out? The, yeah, oh, is the WhatsApp group started pinging yet with meetings? Yeah, times? yeah, yeah. A few plans. Yeah, we think we 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 usually go to the Royal Dash, um, which is like the pub that's been named after Sean Dash. <laughs> so we'll probably end up in there. Um, probably end up in there after work on Friday and have a few pints, and then probably one or two after the game. Regardless of the score, like we say, win or lose, we're on the booze. It don't matter. Yeah, so, it's brilliant. Yeah, we're just, uh, just happy to be back in the prem. Happy to be back on football and. Yeah, can't wait for it now. It's happening. It's a week week up to it now. We're ready. Enjoy oh, it. Buzzing. I'm more excited now having spoken to you uh, yeah. than I was 37 minutes ago, <laughs> mate. So yeah. Thank you very much. Uh like you say, go and listen to uh go and listen to, to the turf cast if you get a chance. And any Burnley fans who have stumbled across us, um, just like to subscribe and come back every week and we'll give you some picks and just have some general silliness with it. It's all fun and games. Um Nathan, have a really good season, mate. Hope you enjoy it. Um, same to all the other Burnley fans. Uh, thank you very much, Baz. I'll probably speak to you in 10 minutes again because uh, that's all we do nowadays. Um, until next time, though, we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.